everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 162. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. What's up? Phil, uh, so you told me that you're uh, done with the uh, the year. I mean, working. No, I'm done with the year. 2016 can take a hike. <laughs> no, no, school is... Uh... School is officially over for 2016. School's out for winter? School's out for winter! Yes, but it's not out forever. It's just out until slightly after the new year. Well, even summer break is not forever. That is true. (laughs) That song is completely wrong. (laughs) That song lied to me. But yes, so uh, yeah, I got a couple weeks break. Which nice. Is nice. Nice. Yeah. How about how about you? Is he getting a little time off work? Uh yeah, I'll be taking some vacation days starting next week. So I'm oh, looking nice. forward to that. Very cool. And then I have the week after that off. Uh but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Um I will be out of the country, so we will not be able to record. Oh. So where this, are you going? I'm going to Hong Kong. Really? Yes, I am. What's in Hong Kong? Uh, my friend who's getting married. Oh, awesome. Yep. I'll be going to a wedding. Oh, very cool. Uh, so, yeah, we won't be able to record, and this will be the last episode of the year. Oh, my goodness. So, please look forward to it. Let's, uh, geez, we got to bring our A game. <laughs> well, luckily, we've set the bar really low before. <laughs> We just have to bring our like B minus game. Exactly, we'll be doing okay. <laughs> Excellent. Very cool. Uh, you want to get into uh, some toys? Oh, before we get into what? toys, actually, yeah, Rogue yeah. One. I saw it. You saw Rogue One. I also saw Rogue One. Did you see Rogue Rogue One? Yeah, I accidentally saw Rouge One as well. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that one first and was like halfway through, realized I was in the wrong movie. <laughs> This ain't Rogue One? No. <laughs> it was more like a, a sisterhood of the traveling pants kind of thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of middle-aged women talking about their feelings. <laughs> Ruse One. I don't know. What'd you think? I liked it. I did. I, I'm critical of it. There's uh, some stuff I did not like about it, but on the whole, I enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, it's not a perfect movie, but no. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to spoil stuff because I'm sure there are plenty of people who have yet to see it. The spoiler-filled discussion of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, has been moved to the end of this episode. All right, let's talk about toys. Okay. Not Star Wars toys. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, Transformers. Yes. Uh, the Transformers Collectors Club magazine, you know, that newsletter that you get every once in a while in the mail for a little while anyway. Uh, well, their last issue. <laughs> oh, is it the last issue? Yeah. Is oh, uh, showing off, uh, Titans Return Cup art on its cover. Oh man. There he is. So cup is coming. Cup is coming. I'm guessing he's going to transform into something that looks more like his G1 self. Probably. A Cybertronian truck, as opposed to the uh, the old pickup truck that uh, we got from the Generations line. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'll, I'll pick that up. Yeah. I'll pick up Cup. 
I, I get it. Get it? That's cool. I'd like to see the toy. Uh, I'll be getting this issue because, you know, I signed up for the club. Yep, same here. Boy, I hope I uh, get those subscription figures. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the the Fun Pub does still have a deal with Hasbro doing the G.I. Joe Club. Okay. So one would think that they're still on decent terms. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Such confidence. I, I know. Well, you know, what can I say? Uh, three zero. Mm-hmm. They showed off pictures of their six scale Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, we Khaleesi. had Khaleesi herself. Uh, we yes. saw a promo picture of this a while back, and uh, yes. now it's the full thing. That uh, head sculpt is really impressive. It's creepy good. Yeah, it's creepy good. So, yeah, I'm gonna buy it and make out with it i doubt you're gonna buy it <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go into a store and start making out with it <laughs> it's 168 bucks uh yeah. for the retail version Jeez Louise. the regular version uh the right. three zero exclusive version is yeah. 180 bucks uh that version comes with uh the other two dragons uh the regular ah. version comes with drogon and okay. that's it and the uh exclusive version Comes with Regal and Viserion and uh, a stand or a perch oh. for the dragon. Well, you want to get the, you got to get all three dragons. Exactly. That's cool. I'm going to buy this and modify it into a Sarah Connor, fi- Connor figure. <laughs> I mean, you could. Actually, I'm going to buy this and customize it to be the very first action figure from the upcoming Han Solo movie. Hmm. So you were all like, oh, we're not going to talk about Star Wars toys, but now we are. So there you go. She's right. in the Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know what she's playing, but she's, uh, she's, she's in playing, it. Uh... <laughs> she's playing Khaleesi. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to be, she's just going to be in the Chewbacca outfit the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be like Phasma. Just <laughs> let's hire Game of Thrones actors and put them in uh, costumes. You never see their face or anything. Just have her going around. <laughs> and it's just Amelia Clark doing that. <laughs> they don't even use the sound effects. No, it's just. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Khaleesi. And then they just, the director's just constantly calling. Well, directors, I suppose, are just constantly calling her Khaleesi because they forget her real name. <laughs> Uh, so stupid. We're dumb. Uh, let's see. Reveltech. Uh, yes. Official images of Venom. Yeah, it looks pretty Marvel nice. From Marvel Comics. It looks awesome. Yeah, really does. Like, yeah, it's a really huge Venom with this huge mouth and muscles and all this weird symbiote flying everywhere. It's weird that they uh, modeled him after the uh, that '70s show kid, though. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a trailer for Spider-Man: Homecoming before Rogue One. Oh, did they? Is it the one that was released online? Yep, it was cool yeah. to see on the big screen, though. Yeah, I, you know what? They didn't play that uh, before my showing. Hmm. 
which kind of surprised. I kind of figured that would be attached to every print, given the sort of Disney nature of the whole McGillicuddy there. Right. That looks good. Movie looks good. I'm looking forward to Spider Man. Same here. Uh, yeah, this Venom looks awesome. It's yeah, it uh, like eighty bucks though, so Oof, probably geez. won't be getting that. It pairs really nicely with the uh, Revoltech Spider Man too. <laughs> That's true. They have some. Oh, they just have some really nice pictures of the two of them in cool action poses, mm-hmm. fighting each other. Uh, like Venom it. will be out in April. Oh, okay. No uh, fooling. That's yeah, exactly. Get it? I I, I get it. Get it? I, I get jokes. <laughs> Speaking of comic books, uh huh. The Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah. New poly bag was discovered. Uh, with two <laughs> two <laughs> minifigures in this one. Two minifigures. Disco Batman. <laughs> And Tears of Batman. Tears of Batman. He's dressed as a clown. Mm-hmm. He's it's it's a Tears of a Clown. It's kind of a it's kind of a stretch, to be honest. Tears of Batman. Yeah. Tears of a Clown. I get it, but it's it's a little bit of a stretch. Should just be Clown Batman. Yeah. The Clown Prince of of being Batman. This is a great polybag. Yes, it is. I'm going to get this thing. <laughs> disco Batman. Not just Disco. I mean, he's called Disco Batman, but he's he's roller Disco Batman. Mm-hmm. He's got his uh, he's got his gold cape and cowl. He's got his uh, white and purple leisure suit. And he's got some gold skates. And he is out staying alive. He's out having a fever on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. Yeah, I'm not too into the uh, Tears of Batman. Minifigure. Yeah, it's kind of he's he's definitely a, uh, also ran. Yeah, he's got kind of a blue and yellow clown outfit, a red cowl, a green cape. Yeah, they could have yeah. done more. Like, oh, how about a white cowl with a red nose? Oh, that would have been cute. Yeah, this just kind of looks like mismatched color Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't doesn't really scream clown. No, as it does just kind of rainbow outfit Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? Disco Batman's what it's all about, and Disco Batman is awesome. So we don't know how this will be available, where it will be available, but definitely seems like it's going to be a uh, probably a popular item when it comes out. Mm-hmm. It's Disco Batman. Who doesn't want Disco Batman? So. And also a clown one. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and also a clown one exists. <laughs> uh, speaking of comic book movies, though. Yeah. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2. Got a trailer for that in front of Rogue One as well. Same here. Nice. Yep. That's a, I'm looking forward to that movie. Should be good. I like the first one a lot. Yeah. But we're getting a uh one of the one of the more popular characters judging by audience reaction to that trailer is uh little baby Groot. Baby Groot. Is Vin Diesel still doing his voice? I don't know. 
because, I mean, it's all high pitched, but, you know, wouldn't be too tough to pitch up Vin Diesel's voice. Right. I would I would imagine that's what they're doing. Yeah. That seems like something that they would do is is still have Vin Diesel doing the voice and just pitch it up. Yeah, he hasn't been out saying anything about it, but yeah, I mean, the fate of the Furious is coming out, so he's got to promote that first. Exactly. I heard they're pitching up his voice in that movie too, <laughs> all like high pitched and squeaky. Well, he has a very deep voice, so well, that's just it. it can, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Neca is making a life size foam replica of Baby Groot. Uh, to uh, it's coming out in uh, April as well, uh, around the same time as Venom. It's going to be ten inches tall, created using the actual digital files uh, used for making the character in the movie. So it should be uh, pretty, uh, pretty darn authentic detail wise, and it's only going to be like thirty, thirty five bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, did I say it's ten inches tall? Yes, you did. Because it's ten inches tall. No points of articulation on it, though. No, it's true. It's it's just it's a foam uh, replica of of him. So if you're looking for something with uh, posability, you're going to want to get something else. But if you want a cute looking little baby Groot that is true to life size, this is where you want to go. So there it is. It's not final. These images, they're subject to licensor approval. Right. And I know Groot is notorious for his uh, likeness rights. Mm-hmm. He he really demands that everything looks uh, perfect. So <laughs> I mean, he is Groot. He, he is. Oh, man. That's funny. I am Groot. Mm-hmm. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's been light news week. Yeah, it's the holidays, so, you know, companies are too busy selling their wares as opposed to announcing new ones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there we go. Uh, speaking of uh, selling all their wares, let's talk about uh, stuff we got recently. Yeah. I, I I didn't get anything. Nothing at all. Nothing. Well, I did good get you. I, I I got a big bad pile of loot last time. So. Oh yeah, that's true. I got plenty that's to tr- play around with. That's true. What did I get? You know what? I'm going to start off. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a, a thanks to uh, to Paul Mattingly, who is the co-host of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, which is a very, very funny podcast, if you like humor. Uh, Paul, I know... No, I hate humor. That's why I do the show. Then... (laughs) That's why you invited me to be on the show with you. (laughs) Because if ever there was a black hole of of enjoyment and happiness, it's me. No, Paul Paul is an internet buddy of mine. And uh, he... You know, I had my my surgery recently. He sent me a little uh, get well care package full of all sorts of cool little toys and stuff like that. And it was super nice of him. And he sent me uh, some Mega Man goodies. I got a little Mega Man uh, Sprite keychain and a little Mega Man uh, Sprite lapel pin and a little Mega Man sticker and two of those kid robot Mega Man figures. I got an orange one and a green one. 
and he sent me a, a poly bag with the Avengers Quinjet, which you can hear right there. And he sent me a little Star Fox plushie. I'm sorry, a little Fox McCloud plushie. Star Fox is the name of his team. <laughs> this is the part where Star Fox jumps out the window. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the Fox in Space uh, cartoon on YouTube? No, I'm not. Oh, uh, go go look up a uh, Fox in Space on YouTube. Some some guy did this little 10-15 minute animated short. It's basically uh if Star Fox was done in the style of the film Heavy Metal. Hmm. And it works surprisingly well. And what else did he say? Oh, he also he sent me a uh uh, they see this is what real podcasts do. We're we're you know we're a little ramshackle. We're we're amateur hour is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, definitely. These the, those those guys over at uh, the Ice Cream Social podcast, they have their own custom deck of playing cards. Hmm. Yeah, with like you know custom art on the back and like custom art for the face cards with like caricatures of of the hosts and 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 others. So, what do we have? We don't have merchandise. You gotta tell CJ to make some of those for uh, Player One. Wait, forget about that. I've been I've spent ten years trying to get CJ to make uh, stupid T-shirts for <laughs> Player One podcast. I don't have any Player One uh, T-shirts, so much less a uh, custom deck of cards. So I have a nice uh, custom deck of cards for for Ice Cream Social and. Uh, Go to heyscoops.com, by the way, for uh, the Ice Cream Social Podcast. Hey Scoops. I'm plugging them. And you know what? Uh, very excited. He also sent me an old uh, an old book, uh, an old uh, children's storybook, uh, Masters of the Universe, Skeletor's Flower of Power. So... I can read all about Skeletor and his flower of power. Sure. This was written in 1985. And on the cover, it has Skeletor and uh, Clawful threatening King Randor. Skeletor's pointing downward, apparently trying to get uh, Randor to kneel before him. I hope he's just asking Randor to kneel before him. But, uh Yeah. There's uh, the flower. I haven't read the book yet, so I don't know exactly what this flower is and what makes it so powerful. But uh, there's some great uh, cheesy illustrations in here of uh, Masters of the Universe. Nice. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. So I owe that dude a debt of gratitude for his amazing uh, get well gifts. Uh, other than th- other than those toys, I did. Uh... Oh, I I went to Toys R Us. Oh, see, I can't really talk much about this because my kids in the other room. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. I don't know if you are aware of that. Nope. And I I got Finn some Lego for Christmas. Ooh. Yeah, Toys R Us. Uh, right now, they have a a big. Lego set. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the number. Toys R Us Lego 
Here we go. So right now at Toys R Us, they have, and they've had this in stores, uh, or you can order it online. It's a Lego set 10654. It's the XL Creative Brick Box. And it's just a, a one of those big boxes of just random Lego bricks. Uh, but it's uh, $59.99. Comes with 1,600 pieces. Wow. Yeah, so it's uh it's a big set. It's a big set and that is uh let's see here. What is the what is that that come out to per piece? Little under 4 cents a piece. That's a bargain. That's a bargain. Not only was that a bargain uh, about well it, you know the deal's over now, but about a week ago this uh, particular set was on sale for 50 bucks, 49.99. So that came out to, well, just over three cents a piece. So, <laughs> so the the price per piece, there's uh you know point six cents difference uh per piece, but you know forty or I'm sorry, but fifty or sixty bucks for sixteen hundred Lego bricks is a really good deal. And this is, I think this is just a special set that's probably just for the holidays. Like I said, it's a Toys R Us exclusive. Uh, they have huge displays of them in stores. But uh, I picked one up for Finn for Christmas. So he's going to get like a huge box of Lego bricks. So, so that's awesome. But uh, even more awesome is that when I, when I did that, when I bought that uh, for my son... I got something as well, which makes it even better because, you know, it's it's me getting something this time. <laughs> uh, they, uh, when I bought it, at uh, when I picked this up at Toys R Us, they were running a promotion, which is also uh, no longer in effect. So sorry, folks. But uh, remember that creepy Jeffrey the Giraffe Lego set? We saw we saw pictures of it a while ago. Uh, they were finally running the promotion where if you spent like thirty or thirty five bucks, you got that set for free. Uh, this is the one where it's like the full Jeffrey. Yes, there was one that was just his head and neck. Right. No, this was the this was the one where it's the full body. Uh, he has the little mixel joints for his uh, arms and legs. Right. I remember and this it, one now. And his and his mouth is he's like this got this creepy hinge for a mouth with kind of big kind of white buck teeth in there and it's really kind of creepy looking. And he comes with two little uh, minifigures, a little boy and little girl to hang out with. Uh that's if you uh want to look it up, it's Lego set 40228. Entitled Jeffrey and Friends. And I got that for free. And I was very pleased because it is such a weird, creepy looking set. And it's a $10 value. Again, also a Toys R Us exclusive, which should be no surprise since it's a set of Toys R Us's mascot character. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I got it. And it's a really weird, creepy set, which is uh, amusing. The one thing I, I don't like about it, besides the fact that he's kind of creepy looking, is that he is clearly built to sit down. He, the, he has articulated arms and legs, like I said, using the mixel joints. But the, uh, the leg joints are coming out of the front of his body, 
so he can sit really well, but if you try to stand him up, he's uh, a little too back heavy and will just topple over backwards. Mm. So that's kind of a bummer, but you know, it's a you know, relatively rare set that is a promotional tie into a toy store. So I'm pretty pleased I got it. Yeah. I, so, I'd like to get that. Then I can go with my yeah. Jeffrey prime. Yeah. Yeah. See, you got that too. So, even better. I do warn you, though, he's covered with stickers. Oh, well, then forget it. I'm out. Because, yeah. Jeffrey, the giraffe, instead of having spots like your typical giraffe, he has little stars all over his body. Mm-hmm. So his body and neck are covered in stickers. Nope. No sound. So, so you would be disappointed at the very least. So uh, other than that, I got some Transformers. I got the... Uh, well, you know what? The Wave 3 of the Titans Return uh, Deluxe figures are starting to show up in stores. I have not seen those anywhere around here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, was it uh, Hot Rod and, uh, what else is in this wave? Uh, uh, Getaway, the repaint of Chrome Dome, and Twinferno, a.k.a. G1 Double Cross. And who's the other guy? There's someone else in that wave, too, whom I am forgetting. I can't remember. Oh, oh, uh, Trigger Happy. Mm. Trigger Happy, who I'm very excited about because I had G1 Trigger Happy. And by had, I mean he's sitting out in my living room right now because (laughs) he was one of the guys I found when I went back to my parents' house. Anyway, I've seen some of these in stores. I haven't seen all of them uh, yet. But I did uh, run into... Uh, the Twinferno slash Double Cross at Target the other day. And even though he's currently sitting in my pile of loot, I could not resist because he was... Target has deluxe figures still for 10 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed that or looked at that recently. But yeah, the um, the Titans Return deluxe figures are all $10 at Target. That's crazy. So if you're in, and and it's been that way for like two months now, <laughs> so so it doesn't seem to be like some sort of weird sale or anything. So if you're in the market for Titans Return uh, deluxe figures, man, head over to Target. It's the place to be. But uh, even though he's in my pile of loot, I loved my uh, G1 Double Cross so much that I was just like, oh buy him now and i may get stuck with two of them but whatever yeah it's double cross that's awesome it's double cross it's crazy that he's back (laughs) i know (laughs) of all characters really it's really crazy that he's back uh you know what else is crazier what's that i like the g1 toy better (laughs) Mm, that doesn't surprise me um this new one's not great (laughs) Oh, that's a shame. Um, you know what? He looks great in robot mode. Uh, he looks very much like a modern version of the G1 toy with modern day articulation. And he's got the same kind of funky monster head gorilla arms that the G1 toy had. But now he has like nice, big, posable feet and everything like that. And he looks really cool in robot mode but once you turn him into monster mode he kind of falls apart a bit he just his uh 
if you look at pictures of him in monster mode and take a good hard look at his monster mode chest, it just looks like a big gray and black brick with the monster heads jutting out the top. It's you're, you're you turn him into monster mode and you just have this kind of big slab of a body hmm. with arms and legs attached to it and the heads coming out the top. Uh, he turns if for, for those who who don't know Twinferno slash Double Cross uh, turns into a two headed dragon, but yeah, his body is just this big kind of rectangular slab, and it looks kind of crummy. So I was admittedly somewhat disappointed by him. Yeah, doesn't sound great. Yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> so, but um. Yeah, there's that. Um, but anyway, like I said, he still looks really nice in uh, in robot mode, though. So uh, I'm I would probably leave him in robot mode anyway. Yeah, same here. So, so yeah, there's that. Um, the other big uh, Transformers toy that I bought was actually from the Robots in Disguise cartoon. I haven't picked up a Robots in Disguise toy for a while, but I could not resist getting this guy, um, the Deluxe Class Bisk mm. figure. Bisk is a Decepticon in a line that uh, has a pretty noticeable Decepticon shortage. Yes. Uh, but not only is he a relatively rare Decepticon figure in that line... He is also a sports car that turns into a robotic lobster. So how do you not buy that? (laughs) (laughs) He has, now granted he has humanoid legs, but he has a very goofy lobster head. And instead of hands, he has giant lobster claws. And he looks really good for having such a kind of goofy, non-traditional robot mode. Uh, but he also has a pretty neat, satisfying transformation scheme into car mode and he works really well. So Bisk is a great figure. Bisk is actually better than, uh, than Twinferno or Double Cross. Mm. So I'm, I'm actually for as somewhat disappointed as I am with the new Double Cross, I am very pleased with my deluxe class Bisk. So, Robot Lobster. Worth it. Sounds good. So, and, you know, seems to be kind of leading a a wave of, as we talked about previously on the show, a bunch of uh, really cool Robots in Disguise toys coming out. Yeah. We're soon going to have, like, Bludgeon and Soundwave and Skywarp and all sorts of cool stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Even though I said that they're kind of hurting for Decepticons, I just named like three of them. <laughs> so, so that's good. But all G1 Decepticons, not, hey. not crazy animal ones. That's true. That's, that's kind of the, that was kind of the gimmick of the first season of Robots in Disguise was that all the, all the robots were, uh, voy, or, uh, uh, they turned into crazy animals and stuff. So, and uh, one of them is voiced by Eddie Deason. So, 
You got to like that. Sure. Eddie Deason, man. Come on. You know Eddie Deason. Um, Do you know Eddie Deason? Nah, the name is not familiar. You would know. Uh, look up uh, Google search Eddie Deason. He he was the voice of Mandark on Dexter's Lab. He was like if you were in an '80s movie that needed a nerd, you mm. hired Eddie Deason. All right. He had, he does the voice like this. <laughs> you guys know that voice. <laughs> yeah, little Mandark voice. Anyway. All right. Just saying is all. That's all I got, brother. Cool. Uh, speaking of Transformers, you see that uh, Fort Max was found at Ross? Yes. I want to, like, run out to a Ross tonight to see <laughs> if I can find it. It's pretty cheap. For, what, 55 bucks? Yep. Yeah. I totally want to get uh, Fort Max for that much. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would pick that up in a heartbeat if I could find it. Hey, I don't believe that any system is totally secure. I bet you Jim could get in. Yeah, I bet you could. I bet you he could. Well, you'll never get in through the frontline security, but you might look for a back door. I can't believe it, Jim. That girl standing over there listening and you're talking about our back doors? Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head, back doors are not secrets. Yeah, but Jim, you're giving away all our best tricks. They're not tricks. So it's the last episode of the year. Yep. Uh, we should talk about some of the highlights of the toys of the year. Ah, yes. Um, yeah. So I just put together a little list of stuff I wanted to talk about, and you have your list, I'm sure. And, I do. And, uh, yeah, we'll just talk about this stuff. Um, first up on my list, Machine Robo is back. Oh, man. Machine Robo is back. That's all I need to say. Yeah. It's awesome. Back big time. Mm-hmm. Back big time and awesome. Yeah, it uh, it was. So, I was so into Machine Robo that I am buying old Machine Robo toys. So, <laughs> so there, yeah. It's GoBots. 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 It's... GoBots are awesome. GoBots uh, get a bum rap. The cartoon wasn't great. Well, no, the cartoon was terrible. But the toys are awesome. Yes, yes, they are. And uh, yeah. the new ones, uh, you know, Psykill, not, not, yeah. you know, whatever. Not, but the other the ones, best. the other not ones. Not the best. But it's not like Psycho's, Psycho, Psykill, it's not like he's bad. It's not like it's a bad toy. It's just not as good as the other ones. It's disappointing, for sure. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he was delayed, so he came out last of the first wave. Right. I haven't played with any of the or the new two new ones, of course. But right, uh, but yeah, just the fact that Machine Robo is back is, you know, it's it's, it's a good thing. It's awesome. Um, what do you got on your list? Uh, what do I have on my list? Let me get my list loaded up here. Oh, you know what? I this is not necessarily one of my favorite things of the year. Uh, it's actually kind of a bummer thing of the year, but uh, Mixels is no more. This was the Aww. swan, the swan song of my beloved Mixels, which uh, the Lego subline of goofy little characters that had lasted for nine series, and uh, you know, I was a big fan. If you've listened to the show at all, you've heard me go on and on about how fantastic uh mixels are 
quite a bit. But uh, Series 9 was the end of the the series, and uh, thankfully they uh, went out with a bang, as you said, before we started recording. Uh, series 9 had, as all the series do, three different tribes of Mixels, uh, each tribe containing three members. Uh, the Admittedly, the Ninjas were a little lackluster, the kind of orange and black colored uh, ninja characters. But I was uh, really quite smitten by the Newsers, the uh, kind of blue, yellow, and black colored uh, media critters. There's a TV and a helicopter slash video camera and a uh, walking boom mic. And the outstanding green and yellow trash ores, uh, which has a like street cleaner scrubbing wolf monster, a cycloptic garbage truck that shovels trash into its gaping maw. And of course, one of the best of the Mixels uh, of all, Gobble, the living dumpster with his independently moving upper jaw slash garbage uh, can lids. So, a great series, getting a nice send-off with uh, Series 9. Yeah, it was an interesting arc for the Mixels, where we saw the first images for the Mixels way back when. We were both like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And then you got super into Mixels. And <laughs> I really did. got every single one. I did. I am Mixel complete. So... Which is probably for the best that the line ended because I would have been buying them to the end of time. <laughs> so. They are, they're very neat. There's a, there's a lot of bang for your buck with a Mixel. Oh, for sure. Five bucks each. There's a lot of, lot of fun building and a lot of play value for those little $5 figures. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And there's, you know, there's, even though the, this line has ended, it's still pretty easy to find Mixel toys out in the wild. So. So it's not too late yet. Not too late to jump on the Mixel train, even if just uh, briefly. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, speaking of Lego, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up is Lego Ideas uh, mm. was really good this year. I mean, it's yes. always good. But this year they did some different stuff, which I appreciated. Um, you had the maze, mm-hmm. which is completely different from the other idea stuff yes i mean it was a marble maze like one of those old wooden ones yeah which is fantastic yeah it's just really smart and And, um and you can customize it mm -hmm. you can make your own i mean it has instructions for a couple different mazes but uh it's very easy to make your own custom mazes which is awesome Uh, so yeah yeah just a lot of play value there Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, something different. Uh, yeah. you did get a license set. You got the uh, Beatles Yellow Submarine, but it's the Beatles. Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty prestigious license for mm-hmm. sure. And I still uh still don't have that. What? What? I still I still need to get it. What? I'm kind of waiting to see if I get it for Christmas, and then uh, if I don't, I will just go out and buy it. 
Of course, I need to hurry up because the the next uh, Lego idea set is due out in, like, well, what? Six days after Christmas? Yep. The Adventure Time set? Uh-huh. You do, I mean, hopefully you're getting that one right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be getting getting that one for sure. Uh, and then the uh, Caterham 7, 620R, uh, which is mm. probably my favorite Lego set of the year. Um, really? It's really good. It's a really wow. good build. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's Lego ideas. Cool. It's just knocking out of the park. So very cool. Very cool. You know what? I'll uh, I'll keep on the Lego train. And uh, this is this is a Lego set that I do not own, but uh, was fortunate enough to get a chance to build it. It was a gift uh, for the principal of the school I work at. She is a big Disney fanatic and, uh, the school picked up for her, for her birthday, the, uh, the Lego Disney castle. Nice. And I was the one who was chosen to build it because I am the staff member who is the, uh, the big Lego nerd. So I spent probably about eight hours building that thing. And it was uh, a really fun build, and it's a beautiful, beautiful set. Uh, she has it sitting on her desk, and when you walk into her office, it's the first thing you see when you walk in. And she, her office is just littered with Disney memorabilia. I mean, it's it looks like a little shrine <laughs> to Disneyland, but uh, that's the first thing you see when you walk in, and it is just, it's beautiful. And there's just when you it's a it's a beautiful looking front and then you go to the back and you have all these individual little rooms that are just chock full of little bits of Disney memorabilia and nods to so many Disney movies from from uh, throughout their history that it is just, you know, you're just constantly looking and finding new things. Mm -hmm. So it's a yeah, it's a really, really nice set. So. Uh, speaking of Disney, the uh, Lego minifigure series was also really cool. Yes, it was. Yes, it definitely was. She has all those as well. It was a good selection of uh, characters. Yes. yes. Little... Some some omissions. Yeah. Don't know why there was no Goofy. Right. You know? But uh, still, it was uh, definitely an awesome uh series of of blind bags you see that uh voice cast for the ducktales <laughs> yes <laughs> just crazy it's amazing crazy stuff i mean doctor who is scrooge mcduck it's perfect yeah D david tennant who he's scottish yep he's scottish you got uh a trio of uh comics as huey dewey and louie mm -hmm. including danny pudi Yep, uh, and uh, Jean Ralphio. Yep, who probably has a real name, Ben Schwartz. There you go. <laughs> and uh, uh, Bobby Moynihan, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, the adorable, the adorable Kate McCucci as uh, Webigail. Mm -hmm. So it's a really great cast. Um, yes, I'm, it is. I'm looking forward to seeing that show. Same here. Uh, Justice League action just aired, and I want oh, to yeah? check that out. Is that now? That's uh, like short, like ten minute episodes or something, right? Right. Is it? Is the voice cast uh, 
uh, it's it's a new voice cast. Yes, it's a really. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of notable voice actors doing voices. Okay. Let me see here. Oh, Kevin Conroy is still Batman. I mean, he he is Batman. He yeah, well. and I know. I know. So I mean, that's that's cool. But um, yeah, I'll have to uh, have to give that a watch. Although, John DiMaggio, Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy could not could not save uh, oh, the, the killing, killing joke. Killing. Yeah, which I still haven't seen. Don't, don't. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, Troy Baker as Hawkman. Mark Hamill as Swamp Thing. Wow. Oh, Josh Keaton as Green Lantern. Oh, there you go. That's pretty cool. That Green Lantern show's great. Yeah, it was. So. And Cyborg's Ooh. in it. Oh, nice. Carrie Payton. Oh, Brent Spiner as uh, the Riddler, Edward Nigma. That's pretty cool. Yeah. See, all, all kinds of notable actors. James Woods as Lex Luthor. Mm, not sure about that one. He's no Clancy Brown. Yeah. When it comes to uh, Lex Luthor. Come on, man. Oh, man. Ken Jeong's in it. They don't say what character he's playing. But apparently he's in it. Hmm. I like him. He's funny. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Um, not, uh, I mean, if you watch Dr. Ken, you wouldn't know. Oh, really? Is that bad? I'm I'm not a fan of that show. Yeah, uh, uh, well. He's apparently Shazam Slam. So, I'm just going off of his uh, community work. Mm. You know, his community service. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Dorn. Oh, is Michael Dorn in it? Yes, he is. Who's he playing? Atrocitus. Ooh. All right. And Very Worf. Cool. He, he's also playing and, Worf. And for some reason, Worf's on the show. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. Any other uh, toys of the year you want to talk about? Oh, you know what? Um... You know what came out this year that I'm very delighted with? What's that? Combiner Wars Bruticus. Oh, yeah. Combiner Wars Bruticus came out this year. My favorite combiner. Getting a makeover that is not from the Fall of Cybertron game. Uh, and not kind of a crummy toy like that particular toy was. But getting a nice G1-inspired... Uh, quality uh toy i i've like i really like the combiner was wars line despite a bit uh too much reuse of molds mm. um but uh yeah it was all worth it to get a modern day bruticus yeah so really cool stuff i wish we had gotten the space shuttle mold that japan got i'm still kind of holding out hope that maybe one day uh Takara will decide to sell that particular toy separately, like they did with uh, the motorcycle groove uh, deluxe figure. But uh, still, Bruticus is awesome, and I'm glad I got the uh, glad I got the the new uh, Combiner Wars take on him. Yeah, Combiner Wars in general was pretty great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm uh, reuse some molds aside, like you said, but right. Um, I mean, it gave us Rook, which is one of the best new molds. Yep. 
And yes, indeed. They've, I mean, every time they've reused that mold or, you know, remolded it, it's still been great. Yeah. Um, and we got Computron, and it was a really great Computron from uh, Takara. Yes, indeed. Again, with again, like you said, with a fantastic uh, remold of the Rook uh, toy to make uh, nose cone the drill tank, mm-hmm. much better than uh, Hasbro's uh, reuse of the Brawl mold. Yeah, which admittedly is kind of a weak mold. Yeah, it is. Kind of a probably the one down side of the uh, Bruticus toy is that the brawl figure isn't that great. Yeah, and that's kind of why I didn't get Lyokaiser yet. It's because it has two of that mold. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I, I appreciate that they they did a Lyokaiser. I think that's awesome. Oh, but, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, having two brawls is not something I'm looking forward to. No. Nope. So, how about you? Anything else? Um, No, just... Yeah, I agree with you. Combiner Wars, great. Yeah, Um, yeah. I'm not as into Titans Returns personally, but um, yeah, I mean, none of the toys that have come out have been real. Uh, Nothing has really stood out to me. I guess I can dig that. I can dig it. Yeah, I, I maybe it's just the the hype around getting new combiners, which is something that I never thought would happen. Like, I'm I'm sure if you go back. A couple of years ago on the show, I had probably said that there's no way we would ever get a new Protectabot uh, Defensor or, or uh, you know, Combaticon Bruticus or any of those. I'm mm-hmm. sure I've I've said there's no way Hasbro would would even think about doing a modern combiner, and yet here's we are with almost too many of them at this point. <laughs> so many that they're on sale at Ross. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but uh yeah, yeah so i'm just the fact that yeah. they did g2 versions of those were was pretty cool for me personally as well yeah exactly um I, yeah i think just kind of the the fact that we thought we would never see such uh toys uh makes combiner wars a little more just exciting thematically mm-hmm. than than the headmaster based uh titans returns yeah so i would agree with that yeah uh, not really, I mean, kind of toy related, but the, uh, Transformers more than meets the eye also wrapped up this year. Oh, right, right, right. And that's a really fantastic comic as we've yes, discussed several times. Yes, it is. If you're not reading it and you like Transformers, you're doing it wrong. I have not a... read, uh, Lost Light yet though. Yeah, neither have I. Which is the continuation of more than meets the eye. Yes. But no, that's a good, uh, really good series. Mm-hmm. So, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, same here. Oh, oh you know what? I'm going to give a, a quick shout out to. Uh, this year was the final BotCon. Mm, yes. And although it was kind of a lackluster uh, series of figures for the final BotCon. I I am very pleased that we did get a modern day uptake or up uptake modern day take modern day update or uptake if you want to have both of uh, the McDonald's Happy Meal toy 
uh, under three. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That was a good one. Is, yeah, who is now renamed Unit Three? This was the uh, toy intended the Beast Wars era Happy Meal toy intended for kids three and under. It was just a big lion head that you flipped open, and there was a <laughs> kind of like a was it like a was like a Optimus Primal figure inside, right? Kind of molded in or something? Uh, it was kind of Optimus Primal-ish, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was just yeah. a robot folded in half. Yeah. Uh, but we got a uh, an, an update on him uh, with Unit 3, who... He's using one of the Combiner Wars Stunticon figures, but uh, turns into a car with kind of a lion-ish color scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, into uh, a robot with a head that's kind of reminiscent of the the old Happy Meal toy. Yeah, that's one thing I appreciate about Fun Pub, despite all their flaws, is they would do obscure homages. Yeah. Yeah. It almost makes you want to overlook the racism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But we'll see but, what uh, Hasbro does with the their own official club uh, next yeah. year. Has Hascon? 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 Yes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I imagine they want to do their own D twenty three type thing. Yeah, exactly. Pretty cool. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, that is a show. Cool. And uh, like I said, it's the last show of the year. So have oh. a happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Um, if you would like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash points of articulation, or uh, email POAPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or on Google Play Music, and we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Warning, huge spoilers for Rogue One, a Star Wars story ahead. So, uh, yeah, Rogue One, uh, the first half of the movie was not well-paced. No, it was slow, slow, slow. Yes, uh, but the second part was really exciting. Yes, once they got into the battle and everything. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then, yes. uh, yeah, just I I really like the space battles. In that, yeah, the space in that battle was, was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters, mm-hmm. they were complex, at least. Yeah. There are yeah. shades of gray in all the characters.
True. Uh, which I appreciated in Star Wars, where it's a lot of black or white. That is true. Um, and then they all die, so you get invested, and then everyone's dead. Well, you, you kind of, they kind of had to, though, you know, given the. Yeah, I mean, they obviously don't show up later in the given series. the plot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, con- considering that this, the end of this movie, pretty much bumps right into the start of episode four. I was surprised at how much it bumped into episode four. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, okay, they get the plans and they send it to the lines and then, okay, we can fill in the gaps. Oh, no, it's like right N- before. <laughs> nope, we're, we're like physically handing the plans off to the uh, Tantive Four and Vader's going to take chase now. Oh, that Vader scene at the end was awesome. Just oh, him, when like, he's killing all the rebel going sol- through, soldiers. Going through the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, just, just slicing and force tossing his... It was pretty much uh, Force Unleashed for yeah, uh, for, yeah. for about 30 seconds there. But that is what people wanted from Revenge of the Sith and never Oh, got. yeah, well, that's, that's what people wanted, like, one and a half of the prequel movies to be, is just <laughs> Vader slicing up and chopping down and force choking fools yeah speaking of force choking though that first vader scene was Uh, terrible oh the uh where he starts cracking wise yeah (laughs) yeah that was uh, i was i was with it up until he starts yeah it's like don't choke on your ambitions making action movie puns yeah although i mean my friend he's dead tired (laughs) To be fair, this is still Anakin Skywalker who hates sand and yeah. <laughs> but still within that lens, it's kind of but like still. Oh. Um, you had tweeted about this, but it is too winky at the uh, old movies. Yeah, it is, and I don't like that stuff. Uh, no. I, I didn't like that stuff in this movie. Uh, no. When Doctor Evazan and Panda Baba showed up, I was just like, I know. Oh, come on. And he like, and and Doc Evison says the pretty much the exact same thing he says. I guess a couple days later, <laughs> that's his thing. I mean, that's, he just says that yeah, all the time. That's his that's his catchphrase. He's always saying the, "You'd better watch yourself." He's like, "Watch this, Panda Baba. This is gonna catch on." Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, given the timeline of that movie. He he must have said that just literally a couple days later mm-hmm. in uh, Moss Eisley, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's his... <laughs> Do you think every time he says it, Ponda Bob is just like, oh, Doc, quit trying to make... <laughs> Stop trying, trying to make, make it a thing. <laughs> quit trying to make... <laughs> You'd better watch yourself happen. It's not going to happen, man. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or we had to cram in our two and three PO. Yeah, that was really out of place. For like one quick little ten second scene. And they they didn't need to be there. No. Um and the, and the thing that struck me at the beginning was when the camera like zooms in on a jug of of blue milk. <laughs> Just to like ah, blue milk guys. Yeah. yeah. So Um the Uncanny Valley stuff is still there. With Tarkin? Uh, and uh Leia. You're talking Tarkin. I'm talking Tarkin. Talking that now. There's there's a podcast. Talkin there's Tarkin. a podcast. Talking Tarkin, <laughs> dedicated solely to the works of Peter Cushing, but only the Tarkin parts. Is <laughs> constantly talking about New Hope and and now uh, now Rogue One. Yep. 
Yeah, talking Darkin. <laughs> Actually, no, he was in Clone Wars too. So, well, there you go. So there's, yeah, you... <laughs> there's multiple episodes. You can... <laughs> there's 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 more and more the uh, talking Tarkin uh, umbrella is being uh, cast wider every day. <laughs> but yeah, so that I mean, I thought it was neat that they that they tried to do that. I was o- more okay with Tarkin just because. I don't know. Leia looked really weird to me. Right. I just, but, I don't think the tech is there for. No, not quite. Yeah. Not quite. I mean, it looked better than Tron Legacy. Yes. True. Certainly. But yeah, whenever, like, cause, I mean, Leia was, it's just a quick little, like, five second bit of, ooh, look, it's young Leia. But Tarkin's in the movie a pretty decent amount. I was surprised at how much Tarkin was in it. Yeah. And every time he was in it, I I got a little pulled out because I was just like, mm, "This looks like a this looks like the Clone Wars kind of. <laughs> this looks like Clone Wars, but without the Clone Wars character design." Yeah, like I'm I'm feeling a bit of CG going on here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the tech just isn't there yet. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have a lot of critiques, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, so did I. So did I. It it wasn't your least favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, certainly not. That's uh, no. I, I've heard some your uh, co-host on the Player One podcast say it was his least favorite. Oh, Ethan, <laughs> Ethan. I was gonna say who would be so silly. Oh, Ethan would be so silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's ridiculous. It's certainly better than all three of the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, but no, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. I like the characters a lot. I will say I I don't remember any of their names except for Jin. They have really whack names. Yeah, there's there's Jin. There's the dude who's always with Jin. Uh huh. There's uh, the blind guy. Churrit. There's blind guy's buddy. Baze. You got uh, Tudic Bot. K two K two S O. Yeah, I knew it was K something or other. The best character in the in the movie. He was great. He, yeah. he was really, really good. He was he was the one. Uh, he was he was you know what? It's it's silly. He was the character death that affected me the most. <laughs> I was like, oh no, don't kill Tudikbot. I like Tudikbot and uh, Force Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. He, wasn't he a Clone Wars character? I believe he was. Yes, I believe he was. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I doubt he was called Forrest Whitaker on on Clone Wars. Well, I don't know. Forrest Whitaker could be a Star Wars name. <laughs> it is a pretty Star Warsian name, actually. <laughs> the remote Forrest Whitaker of Endor. But uh, yeah, the names were not memorable. No, uh, they had yeah. I mean, not not nearly as memorable as Ray and Finn and Luke, Kylo Ren, <laughs> or Luke or Han. Yeah, yeah. Jin, okay, Jin's up there, but yeah, what what was uh, Donnie Yen's character's name? Churrit. Churrit. Churrit? Churrit. It's like a noise a, a, an Ewok makes when you poke it in the belly. Yep. Churrit! But I liked his character. Yeah, his character was cool. I liked, I liked him and his buddy. You know? Yeah, they were awesome. I'm glad yeah. I have uh, little Lego minifigures of them. 
No, that's right. You do, don't you? I got the two sets. Uh, that's the right. ATST, which there was an ATST for like a brief second in that movie. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> and the uh, hover tank set. Yes. And, and the hover tank was in there, but slightly longer than the ATST. Right. Yeah. The uh, uh, what's whatever the new ATATs are called. Uh, the ATACT at yeah. X at at X. Yeah. What is what does that stand for? Because all terrain armored cargo transport. I think armored cargo transport. Okay. Okay. The even worse designed at at. Yes. <laughs> it's like here's here's an at at which is already kind of poorly designed, but with a big hole in the middle to make it uh, even less uh, durable. Yeah, this is to carry cargo. It's getting cargo. That, to be fair, it's not a not a war machine. Although, why would you want a big lumbering walker to carry cargo when you have like all that hover technology? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a second! No one said the empire was uh, efficient. <laughs> it also uh, the ending of that movie makes it. Uh, even more amusing how ridiculous uh, Leia's lie to Vader was in mm. A New Hope. Yeah, we're on a we're on a diplomatic mission. <laughs> oh wait, oh, it was that ship. That just ten, ten minutes ago, I watched you pull away from the planet where the Empire hides all its secret stuff. Were you on a diplomatic mission to the planet where the Empire stores all of its secret stuff? Because I totally just saw you pull away from there like ten fifteen minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> but at least uh, the Imperial engineers aren't as incompetent as we thought. Because yeah, that's true. There was, it, it was planned. Listen, all y'all. It was a sabotage. It's a sabotage. Although, what happened to the bugs? That the bugs designed the Death Star. Oh, I don't know. What about the, the Geonosians? That's that's still canon that the Geonosians had the Death Star plans originally. Hmm? How come Generoso's dad wasn't a giant bug? That would have been really interesting. It would have been really progressive. I was uh, hoping to see some Rebels stuff. Apparently, apparently the ghost has a few cameos in that movie, the, the ship. I was looking for it and I didn't see it, but I wasn't. Super, looking right. super closely from from what i i heard and uh i believe the 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 rebels uh team like the the creators of rebels have come out and said that uh yes uh uh the ghost is in it for a few scenes uh you know not prominently on display but certainly in the background apparently chopper is in it briefly hmm. you know again probably just kind of putzing around in the background I'm just saying, if they're going to reference all this stuff, how cool would oh, it been if they're checking in and then you hear Hera's voice saying, like, ghost checking or ghost. Yeah. I guess uh, my wife just went and saw it today, uh, and she actually heard them in one of the rebel hangars uh, over the intercom. They paged uh, General – what's her – what's what's Hera's last name? I don't remember. It's like Sakula or something like that. But they, they paged her by her last name. So my wife actually heard that. So, so there are nods. They're just not, they're not as overt as blue milk. <laughs> Remember the blue milk? Where it would have been more amusing if the blue milk was just kind of 
sitting on a counter in the background without the camera focusing on it, and the camera mm-hmm. instead was focusing on Chopper or Freddie Prince Jr. in there with a with a big helmet over his head. That would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, we got to see Red Leader and Gold Leader again. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, that scene, I I mean, there's a lot of winky stuff that I didn't like, but I did like seeing them. Uh, well, that made sense. And the footage that they used was spliced in pretty well. Yes. Uh, it reminded me of the Doctor Who 50th special, mm. where you see the yes, old yes. doctors. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I thought that was and but see that that's sort of that that's not really a winky naughty Easter egg kind of thing because it makes sense because again, this is I mean well how how long? What's what's the time frame of the original Star Wars movie? A couple days? Yeah, probably. I mean the, the a new hope probably takes place over like a week, maybe. So it would make total sense that all the rebel pilots that we saw at the end doing the Death Star trench run would be <laughs> very, very active a couple weeks prior. So it makes sense to have them all going into battle again. Not sure we needed to see Red 5 get killed. Well, you know. <laughs> we have to explain how Luca became <laughs> Red 5. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta get that seat somewhere. No Porkins, though. No pork. I was looking for Porkins. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> It's like oh they gotta they gotta get Porkins in here somewhere, but nope, no such luck. Nope. But uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I'm I'm very critical of the movie, but overall, I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. More Star Wars is not a bad thing. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, and you know, Disney's plan of a new Star Wars every year that doesn't sound horrible. I really liked uh, Force Awakens. I liked uh, Rogue One. So. I'm like, what, yep. I like what they're doing. Yes. Yep. 